Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of the Travel Mission Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, Disney, and more. We've also got the latest news from Walt Disney World, and today we're going to spend a whole episode talking about it, because we are answering your questions. That's right, you submitted them, and we may not have all the answers, but we're going to talk about them here on the show. So let's go. Hey everyone, it's time for Around the World in 80 Seconds, where we give you the latest and greatest news out of Walt Disney World. First up, Blizzard Beach is actually set to reopen on March 7th, 2021, after almost a year of being closed. So this is very exciting news. We are ready for the next year. And if you haven't seen Epcot unveiled its new entrance fountain the other day, it is absolutely stunning. At night, the colors of the fountain match the colors of Spaceship Earth, the orange and the purples. It's absolutely beautiful with the three crystal pillars in the center. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, definitely go check it out. And on behalf of Alston, Tim, myself, and the entire Travelmation team, we wanted to wish everybody a happy new year. Hopefully this year is much better than the last, and we are looking forward to the future. Hey guys, welcome to the Travel Mission Podcast. This is Alston. Hey, it's Christina. Hey guys, I'm Tim. And we're excited because today we are answering your questions. That's right, we posted it on the interwebs and you guys responded. You've got some good questions out there as far as Walt Disney World goes. Now, I'm going to preface this because Christina and Tim are obviously the geniuses of the bunch, but there's a lot of these questions that we just straight up don't have the answers to yet. So this is going to be a great show, and if anything, you'll feel, you know, a little bit of comfort in the sense that, oh man, nobody else knows the answer to that question that I've been having too. So we're all in this together, we're all learning as we go, and that's why we do the news segment. So Tim, Christina, are you guys excited about answering and not answering these questions today? (laughs) I almost feel like it's going to be more not (laughs) answering, but we are going to try. You guys have some good questions out there. Lots of hypothesis. Yes, lots of it. And I think that's the fun part of this is maybe we don't have an answer, but we've got opinions for sure. And I'm sure you guys have opinions on our opinions, which we always love hearing about, especially when it relates to Christina. So, Christina, why don't you kick us off this week? Because I feel like you've been taking it kind of hard. You know, (laughs) listeners have been giving (laughs) you a hard time about your likes and dislikes. You need a win. So why don't you pick pick the first question you want? (laughs) All right. So... Um, Have rules and protocols been relaxed at the parks uh, that have opened earlier around the world? And what will that possibly look like in Florida once things start to relax a bit? So as a Floridian, I wanted to take this one first because while our state is very – how do I put this – delicately. But while our state is not so much on lockdown anymore, um, we do have protocols, especially where I live in South Florida, about the masks. But I feel like everywhere else in Florida is not, is a little bit more lax. Disney is not lax. No. They are private property. So it's one thing if a bunch of you and a bunch of your friends went to the beach and you all got COVID in Florida. It's another thing if people went to Disney and got COVID. 
Um, they don't want that news story out there. They don't want to be the source of any super spreader. They don't want to be the source of any rise in cases. So they are going to do whatever they want on their private property. And if you don't like it, you will be asked to leave. So Disney is not going to be lax at all. I don't think for the time of, for the foreseeable future, um, maybe once the vaccine comes into play, um, I think they're slowly going to start, you know, upping capacity. You know, they, they will change things eventually. And I do believe it will get back eventually. But it is their choice as a private property to choose how they do business. And they do business very strictly right now. Well, and I think we've seen them, you know, they've made shifts. They're subtle. But we've seen them make these kind of shifts. Like we know that they upped capacity by about 5%, right? right? So we know that. We know that they've added the glimmer of fireworks to the projection show. So they're subtly stepping back. But I tell people all the time, I'm like, Disney has everything to lose when it comes to these restrictions. So as long as they are open and continuing, continuing to make progress towards being more open, I don't see them risking any major statements like taking away masks, allowing parades to come back full force. I just feel like they have the attendance right now and they're hitting their capacities a lot of the time. So why would you? Right. If they, I feel like staying at lower capacity really does help. We are able to physically distance. Um, I, I think what they're doing is great. I mean, I, I've in comparison to what's going on, at Universal, I don't, I don't find that Universal is is capping any sort of capacity. So, um, I think Disney's doing a great job of, about that. I've been five times, and I feel so safe there since they've reopened. I've been five times, and I, I feel safe, and I have not gotten <laughs> or you know taken a positive test since I've since I've gone to Disney this, since this summer since they reopened. So, I think whatever they're doing is working. I love it. Yeah. And that's that's such a good point. It's We really haven't seen that they've been the source of a super spreader yet, which is great because it shows that we can take positive steps towards this. So hopefully Disneyland will follow and we'll see. But I didn't see that question on there. All right, Timmy, you're up next, buddy. What question do you want? All righty. Uh, next question from our listeners is, will pen trading be back? That's our daughter's favorite thing to do. <laughs> And we have good news here on the Travel Nation podcast. Uh, pin trading has already been back. It's You can do it. Um, it looks a little different, but um, I've seen it at resorts. I've seen it in the parks. And so what you're going to see, it's going to look a little different. You know, cast members are not going to have lanyards around their neck with pins. And you can like walk up to them and like grab their pin, you know, that type thing. But um Typically, like at the resorts, I've seen in the lobbies, they'll have a, you know, kind of like a cork board with the pins in there. And then they have a box, which I think this is a cool idea. They have a box for whatever pin that you're trading. So you pull your pin off, you stick it in the box. They know to sanitize or do whatever they need to do with those pins. And then you grab the pin off the cork board that's already been sanitized. So that's a really cool way. I think that's, you know, just another, you know, example of, Disney kind of operating in this new space and this new, you know, way of doing things. And they've, you know, gotten creative and figured some things out. So good news. 
Pin trading still happening. <laughs> yes. If, it, if you're wanting pin trading as it used to be, that might take a little bit longer. But Correct. yes, you can currently trade pins at the parks. Yep. So what, huge win. What you I've, got, Austin? Well, I just want to say I've never gotten into pin trading. And I think that's, you know, wis- oh. wisdom on my part. I'm a collector at heart. I have a problem as it is with Disney mugs. So you can go downhill fast. Yeah, I'm just saying I could probably I I don't want my 403B or my 401K to be in Disney pins, but right. I know a lot of people that never go know. that way. So yeah, more power to you, which is great. Uh, the question that I loved this is a great listener question. It said, "Will the train at Magic Kingdom be up and Choo-choo. running by the 50th anniversary?" Who doesn't love the train? You know what I, I mean? I know. I love I the railroad. It. And I do. We don't I have miss that, too. and we don't have the people mover. It's like, come on, I need the, the kinetic energy, you know? Right. Those are our two go-tos, because once, mm. you know, once you've been to Disney enough times, you're not really going for the race to space or the dash to splash. You're going for the slow people mover ride or the That's railroad. Right. Those are your That's two right. choices. Um, yeah, people mover by far is my favorite attraction. Cannot wait for that to come back. Um, but the railroad... Interesting news dropped yesterday, and I want to give credit to the source. WDW News Today dropped this about some um, progress on the railroad near the Main Street Station. So they had kind of been installing some new railroad ties. And I think if I was going to hypothesize, right, because we said a lot of this is just going to be hypothesis. If I was hypothesizing about this, here's my bet. They originally wanted it to be done with Tron for the 50th anniversary. I mean, the railroad is iconic mm-hmm. to Magic Kingdom. You can't have the 50th anniversary without it. Then when, you know, the news kind of dropped, Tron's probably not going to happen by the 50th. I think they said, all right, well, we need to figure out a way to make the railroad happen by the 50th. So in my mind, I think they're making some shifts. Maybe it's even a, maybe it's a temporary track. I don't know. But I do think, in my gut, I do think we will see the Walt Disney World Railroad all aboard before the 50th anniversary. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. I do think so. I, I mean, yep. they are definitely working on it. And like you said, it's so iconic. I feel like it's a it's a no-brainer, Disney. For sure. I think it'll be open by summer at the latest. That's Ooh, my gut. the summer prediction. That's nice. Summer. Yes. <laughs> You heard it here, guys. Christina called fireworks surprise, and Tim just called railroad by summer. So I did. Well, you know, Disney's summer goes to September, so it could be <laughs> right <laughs> before the 50th. That's true. August 30th. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's or right. September 5th, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, just yeah, squeak yeah. it in. All right. Christina, what you got next? When and if they do bring back dining plans, do we think they'll be the same as they've always been, or will they be modified? Um. I don't know. I I really don't. But I thought this was a good question to bring up because I feel like they're doing a great job right now with mobile ordering. I find it to be very simple to use. Again, I'm I'm obviously an expert in the in the app, so maybe somebody out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but I find it to be so convenient and I kind of like I kind of like that system. Um, I assume dining will come back. I just, I don't have any insider information. I'm not 100% sure when. Um, they'll probably get rid of that plus option or they will modify it in some way. Um, but everything's just so up in the air right now. So I, I'm not 100% sure, but I thought it was a good question because I really like mobile ordering and how they kind of shifted to that for right now. Yeah, I would say... 
that's the number one question I get right now. Yep. Is when is the dining plan coming back? Can we can we book the dining plan? I think it's just I mean, when you look at data on like, you know, surveys of of Disney guests and their satisfaction, I mean, the dining plan is one of the most like the highest satisfaction things that people use at Walt Disney World. And I, I think it's for good reason because, you know, when I'm talking to a client about a vacation, when you add on that dining plan component, you're basically turning your trip into an all-inclusive trip and yep. you can prepay it. It's much easier to budget. Um, and so I just think, I, I think it's one thing that Disney wants to bring back. Prob- it's probably the most, the thing they want to bring back most after park hopping, which we're sort of getting that back in January. Um, and so, you know, I feel like Disney's going to do everything within their power to get that back as quickly as possible. I just think right now it's a numbers game with, you know, not every restaurant open. And I don't even know that it's that. I just think that it's the number of tables they can have per restaurant. And so, you know, if 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 I'm a Disney World guest and I've paid X amount of dollars for my dining plan and I want this value, but I can't get a reservation because it's full, like I think that's probably what they're fighting against. But I agree with you, Christina. I think either way, like when the dining plan comes back, because beforehand you could mobile order on the app using the dining plan with your credits. So I don't, I don't think that's going away, but I think it will stay expanded. And I hope that they continue to let you mobile order from table service restaurants. I think that's been a game changer. Yeah, I agree. I find it just to be so convenient. So I I hope they do bring it back sooner rather than later. It's, it's gotta be coming back soon because, and this is just a little peek behind the curtain. It's such a moneymaker for Disney they mm-hmm. want it back more than any of us do because it's oh, yeah. one, like you said, it makes your trip all inclusive. It guarantees that you're going to, you know, you've already prepaid to spend your money at Disney. You're not going to go off property to the Olive Garden, no matter how <laughs> much they make you feel like family. You're going to use the credits <laughs> that you have there because you've paid for it. Um, but I do want to make just a quick point, and you, the expert Disney listener, you know this already, so this info may not be for you, but I do get this question a lot, and so I think it's important to note, you can still do Disney dining reservations, you can still eat in the Magic Kingdom and all the different Walt Disney World properties, they're just not doing the dining plan right now, right? So I know that question sounds so obvious to some of you out there, but for somebody out there, they're like, Okay, thank you, Alston. I've been wondering that, and I've been afraid to ask. So, yes, there is dining at Disney right now. There is just not dining plans at Disney right now. So, quick distinction, but I digress. Tim, back to you, buddy. That was a good one, Christina. Lots of lots of chatter in the comments today on, on the dining plan. So, that's <laughs> yes. A- that's a hot topic. All right, here we go. I'm going to go with another one that we can give a firm answer to. Nice. Let's go with that. Um, are the all-star resorts open yet? Is there any news about them reopening if they're not? Um, so, you know, if you're currently aware of the, you know, landscape in December of 2020, uh, the only value resorts open are Pop Century and Art of Animation, but all-star movies will reopen. So mm-hmm. one of the three all-stars, you've got movies, music, and sports. Uh, movies will be reopening. So good news for all of you all-star uh, resorts fans. Um, that'll be coming back online. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like when I have you know the request to book an all-star, I feel like movies is typically the most popular. So I think 
I would think that's probably why they started there. I, I wish yeah. they were opening music because they have the family suites there, which are kind of cool and, you know, family of six over here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, movies tends to be, I think, the most popular. I don't know if you agree. It's definitely the one that I book the most. And I know that they need an all-star open because if cheer season is going to happen at all, they need oh, a yeah. place to put everybody. And Pop Century that's right. is way too popular right now to be putting all the cheerleaders there. So, yeah, I was surprised it wasn't music too because of the family suites. But, yes, I, I can agree. If I'm booking all-stars, it's almost 90% of the time it's movies. That's where I went on my honeymoon. There you go. Really splurged. <laughs> splurged it up. That was where we did our first trip in 2008, yeah. all-star movies. Well, and it's, got, dining a, it's plan. got a special place to me because of that. 2008, we did Dining Plan, which was the free promotion, right? Free dining, park hoppers, eight days, seven nights. I think it was under a thousand dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> had to have been like nine bucks. Yeah, it was nine ninety nine. <laughs> wow! The good days, the good old days. That's that right. is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's true Which, though. Yeah, I, I did see that one of the questions, Christina, on yours about the dining was when will free dining return? And I was like, well, I think we have to get dining back first, right? And then free dining, but it may that, be a while until we while. see that because well, because if you think about it, typically that's something to get people there in the fall, right? And I feel like you know it's already getting kind of busy because of the fiftieth, so they yep. may not they may not need that promotion for this fall, but yeah, who knows? They may need it to get if they open all the resorts back. They may they may need free <laughs> dining, so. I, I could see him doing that summer, like kind of semi-free dining thing they did once. What was it like? Yeah, you got one meal a day. It was like yeah, one meal a day or something. Yeah, I could see them if they opened up some more resorts for summer. Like, let's say the vaccine goes well, and by like April or May, we're like back to some normalcy. If they pop some more resorts open, I could see them throwing like free dining in the summer before the fiftieth happens mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, that's good. Good question, guys. Good question. Thanks for submitting these, too. We love doing these episodes here every now and then just to really, you know, be a podcast for the people. We want to we want to stay right. relevant to the questions that you have. Um, all right, let's see. What have we got here? It's some great questions. I'm going to go with one of the speculative ones because I think these are fun. Where do we think the Skyliner goes next? And I know Ooh. we talked about this a little bit. I, I don't remember which episode it was on. We did. But An early one, or I guess our Skyliner episode. Was it the Skyliner <laughs> was the Skyliner. Yeah. That would have been a good one to talk about it on. That yeah. would have made sense. Yeah, good good idea, guys. I think, and this I've talked about this with some of my friends that are in Imagineering, I think this makes sense for the Skyliner to connect Coronado and Animal Kingdom, even if those are the only two stops. I mean, maybe, yeah, Animal Kingdom Lodge, throw that in there too. But because of the conference traffic, if that starts to come back, um, it'd be so great to have a transportation option from Animal Kingdom Lodge. I mean, I love it as a property, Mm -hmm. but you don't get a monorail, you don't get a Skyliner, so it would make so much sense. And we know that they love this system. I mean, yes, it's had its glitches here and there, but I mean, compared to the traffic they can get on the buses, it's a no-brainer that if they had some CapEx, they would extend this thing. So yeah, I'm thinking Coronado, Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I think I said this last time, but like with a little safari vibe to the design. Ooh, safari buckets. You safari did say buckets. that. I, like yeah. I think that's a great idea. I really do. 
but now with this virgin um not virgin with the bright line going to mm. um going yep. to Disney Springs I feel like it would be better utilized at Disney Springs I mean not that it wouldn't they should put it everywhere in my opinion <laughs> everywhere that it's not because it's the best put it everywhere it's the Perfect. best transportation on property but I think right now with that being in the news and that slated to to finish in I think 22 or 23 I think that would be a good spot to put it. So anyone yeah. who's traveling from South Florida can hop on the Skyliner and go straight to their hotel. But both are great ideas cuz I I really do think Animal Kingdom needs something else. Absolutely. Animal Kingdom Lodge, excuse me. Well, and you that makes a great point because Disney Springs is like I feel like bonus cash for them. Because mm-hmm. you've you've already paid for your park tickets when you're there. You've already paid for your hotel. So if you're going on to Disney Springs property and you're just spending some extra cash, like that's a win for them. So to get more people over there quicker, I mean, goodness gracious, it sometimes takes longer to get there than it does to get to a park. Right. I think that would be a great idea. Tim, what about Absolutely. you? Where are you bringing the Skyliner? Man, I, I agree with you. I think Coronado, it makes a lot of sense. I think kind of Coronado hub out from there, animal kingdom, um, even maybe like the water parks potentially. I don't know. That could be cool. Like, Hey, throw on your bathing suit, hop in the skyliner and head to the water park, you know? Um, like that could be fun. Cause I know the buses to the water parks. I feel like they're always changing. It's like, yeah, it's so Oh, true. now you have to take a bus to Disney Springs and then get on the bus to the water. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, um, that's true. So yeah, I don't know. I just think I think it's such a game changer that there's no way that it's completely done. No. So, you know, it's been too successful. Um and it's like in hindsight, it's the perfect mode of transportation for like, you know, coronavirus times, you know, right? one party per car, you know, yeah. just keep it moving. So um so yeah, no, I agree. All right, let's go around the horn one more time. Round it up. Christina, last question. Okay, so the question was, will the Star Wars Run Disney Weekend happen? So they're referring to the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend, and unfortunately, they have canceled the race in a physical sense, but they will be doing a virtual event. So they've started moving over to these virtual events because of COVID. I don't know if you guys have ever done one of those, you know, any Disney races, but they are... You are corralled with some people, and there are big groups to to start the race, um, and you guys are close together. So I feel like that is their biggest fear, and just corralling people together. So they have been uh, turning all of their their races into virtual races, and this technically is the last race for uh, the twenty twenty one season for the twenty 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 one run season because they. They typically start in fall and end in spring. Um, so as of right now, I don't see any other 2021 races up uh, on the Run Disney website. But let's hope that with this vaccine and everything, um, we can start back up the Run Disney season in November with the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. That would be amazing because we love Run Disney. I love run Disney races. There was a point where I was doing the Disney marathon every year um, just because I enjoy it. Like you don't do Disney races typically for a PR. You do it just because they're a fun experience. Oh, yeah. And and I do really hope that they come back. 
I didn't think, and I was registered for one of the races for January. I did not think it was going to happen because the Disney Marathon and the Princess Half Marathon are the two largest races that they do. Gosh, I'm hopeful that it comes back too. I know that they've got to be money makers for them. I mean, you get 20,000 people to pay an extra $150 and then pay to go into the parks too. Right. So I think they want it back and I'm, I'm as positive as anybody out there, but I mean, you're right. It's literally called a corral and you are with <laughs> thousands of other people at the same time. So I no don't know. No socially distanced. No, yeah. not at all. And at you're all. there for hours because you are for waiting hours. for the for the race Sweating, to start. Sweating, breathing heavily on each other. I mean, you couldn't ask for a worse scenario when you're talking about COVID. <laughs> it's the opposite of the Skyliner, Tim. <laughs> That's very true. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the virtual races. I, I'm very grateful if you are a fan of them, but yeah, it's not the same to me. No, not the same. I mean, you're not running through a Disney park when no That's one right. else is around, which is right. very cool. Although so. I have done that, though. Uh, there was one time I stayed at the Contemporary and I did a 5K and I ran, scanned in, ran through the park, ran back to the hotel. So you can always do that. I mean, nobody's <laughs> stopping you there as long as no. you got that reservation. That's awesome. And for me, this is another big one that I've been getting a lot, and I wish that I knew the answer, but I felt like it'd be a good one to just toss around the horn as we close the show today. Will fast passes be coming back in 2021? Thoughts? Yes. Ooh, yes, Tim, they bet. Yes, they better. <laughs> <laughs> I will amend my statement. Some version of them will come back Correct. in 2021. Right. Yep. Hopefully more of a max pass, but... Yes. Oh, man. Would that be awesome? That would be amazing. Christina, tell me about your first experience with max pass. I've had zero experience. <laughs> I just read about it and hear about it on other Disney podcasts. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I was, I was doing that on purpose. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, Disney's Max Pass is a system you can use at Disneyland. I, I'm not sure if they have it around the world anywhere else, um, but at Disneyland, it's like the fast. It's almost like the paper Fast Pass ticket system. If you remember back to that, where you don't have to be limited to three a day. Um, it's you know a little bit weird and how you get them and how many you might get. It just depends on how strategic you are. Um, but with Disneyland, it was cool. You could get one at Disneyland and then you could pop over to California Adventure and get one there um, and just kind of, you know, go back and forth. Obviously, you're not doing that at Walt Disney World since you'd be wasting hours of your day on the buses, oh but it's, <laughs> it's possible. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think fast passes will come back to an extent. They've invested so much in the infrastructure, just of the queues alone. And I think, you know, looking at the Remy's Ratatouille Adventure queue that hasn't even opened yet, they have a sign for fast pass. So something is coming, but yeah. will it be the Disney Genie thing that they previewed for like 10 minutes? Will it be Max Pass? Will it be just old school fast pass system? I don't know. But I agree. I think it's coming back. It's just a matter of time. For sure. Especially with especially with capacities getting so high. Like, mm -hmm. you know, 35%, even even 35% sounds low, but we mm -hmm. don't we don't really know what capacities used to be like when we were just in the parks on a normal day. 35% feels pretty heavy sometimes. And yep. you know, you can get away with saying, "Hey, there's no fast passes because it's 30%." 
But when you feel like you're waiting in lines 180 minutes on lines that shouldn't be 180 minutes, then you all of a sudden want to be able to tell guests, and I'm talking about us as travel agents, but you still get those three free fast passes that are included with your trip. So Right. I mean, I'm, even I'm even at 35%, when there are no shows and entertainment to disperse people and not all the, the restaurants are open, 35% is people inside of the parks or in a queue for the most part. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it feels so so full because not everyone is dispersed where they usually are. So I would love for fast passes to come back eventually uh, sooner rather than later, just because, you know, you're starting to get to where you really do need it. Even at 35%, you're you're waiting more than an hour for, for some rides. Absolutely. Well, guys, great, great show today. Thanks so much uh, for submitting your questions. We will definitely do another one of these. I mean, pretty much every month there's new news out there. That's why we do our Around the World in 80 Seconds news segment every week because we want to keep you guys up to date. But every now and then we just feel like we got to go a little bit deeper dive on some of those questions. So thanks for submitting those. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing it with your friends. And we will see you real soon on the Travel Mission Podcast. Bye, everyone. See you guys next week.